Welcome to the Limitless Woman Podcast with Chanel Janae. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach, and I help female entrepreneurs shift their beliefs and clear out the BS blocks that are keeping them stuck in their business. It is my sole mission to help women step into their limitless power and to create life by their design. You can literally have it all. I'm about to be dropping all of the fire and all the hacks that have helped me completely transform my life and the lives of hundreds of my clients. All I'm saying is, I got the tea, sister. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Welcome to the Limitless Woman Podcast with Chanel Janae. Today, I have my girl Kiki on board, and we're going to be talking today all about the importance of shadow work, which you guys know is my jam. So I'm super excited to have Kiki on the podcast today. So Kiki, first, introduce yourself and tell us why you decided to be on this episode and talk about this subject. Awesome. Okay, so I go by the name of Kiki Promos. I am a, I'm from Stockton, California. I'm a local photographer, videographer, but I'm also an advocate and, uh, you know, I'm always pushing for social justice and, and equality amongst groups that are marginalized. Um, I have a business background, but definitely my creative side drew me to uh, Chanel and that's how I met her. And I wanted to talk about shadow work today with Chanel because I had the privilege of attending uh, the retreat that was in Sacramento. And I was going there to film the experience and I, and she was so inclusive with the vendors that attended that I was able to uncover a lot of things in my shadowy side of myself that allowed me to, to grow as a person. It was, and so I was like, I need to be on this episode so I can share my experience at the retreat. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot more than you bargained for, huh? You're like, I'm just going to be here and I'm just going to film this. <laughs> that's how you, that's, that's how I was like, roll. sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how you roll you always get people way more than they expect and that's what I love about you because you always go above and beyond this expectation so definitely a privilege and like let's get into it it's going to be a real heavy topic today I think yes I'm so excited to talk about it though because you guys all know like this is my jam and like Kiki said it was so awesome having her come and film the retreat and the photos and videos that she got are awesome. I still need to put that in a, in a Google Drive folder and give that to all the people who attended. I said, me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm laughing, but it was so it was so fun and like seeing Kiki open up and a side of her that I've never seen was amazing. Yeah. And it was also a huge bonding experience, which mm-hmm. is why I loved it so much. But I want to start off first and talking about a little bit of what shadow work is for people who are listening in and they're not too familiar with what shadow work is. It's basically going back into the past and those darker sides of ourselves. The way I like to say it basically is when we're young and we are pure, we shine our light and we're just our most authentic self. And then someone or something happens and it makes us feel unsafe to be ourselves and to shine our light. So then we start dampening our light and putting a shadow over our light and those shadow aspects and shadow beliefs that tell us we're not enough. We can't do something. Something's not safe. Resistance, fear, all that stuff very much based in ego is that's where shadow work lies is going and doing the work to uncover all of those things and change your relationship with them, build a new understanding and being able to heal those parts and shift into something that's more empowering. So the first question that I want to ask you, Kiki, is what do you feel like life is like before doing shadow work? It's very secretive, I would say that. 
Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. It's secretive because they're so the shadowy parts of yourself are, are things that like you ignore or refuse to to bring to light. So it's kind of like like you're living this facade. Yes. And then when you're in your own with, when you're with yourself, it's something else. It's like seeing some, some someone else in the mirror. Yeah. For and sure. it's like someone totally different. You're not really connecting to self because you're hiding parts of yourself and which is keeping you from the enlightenment and connecting. Deeply. Yeah, totally. So that, that's what I would say. I like that. And that was totally me. I'm an Aquarius and you, you've seen all those Aquarius memes, you know, and they're all like, they don't let you know anything. You don't want them to know. True. And that was totally <laughs> me before I dove into shadow work and I did my own healing around my story is I was like, Oh, I know everything about you because I can read you, but you don't know anything about me. And I love it. Like that was <laughs> me. Like, was that a control like, thing? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I loved being able to, like, read and understand everybody else, but, like, having that mystery of nobody knowing my story because I was ashamed of my story. I didn't want people to really know about me or, like, find me weak or anything like that. And I Mm -hmm. found, yeah, I found a lot of embarrassment in my story, honestly, like, in the things that I experienced because... You know, even now I hear people who talk about other people who are in abusive relationships. And they're like, why don't, why does she just leave? Like, what the hell? Yeah. She's so dumb, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all don't understand like, what yeah. it's like being in those relationships. Because, you know, like people thought the same thing about me when I've been in relationships like that. But it's, it's harder than what people think to yeah. get out of them, you know? So I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm weak because I experienced this and that and everything else. So I like that. What do you think your I- life was like before you started getting into shadow well, work yourself yeah definitely I'll, I'll i'll uh segue into that but just to touch on what you said a bit was that i i i think what you and i have in common is that like we are people in our lives that other people come to for advice other people see as this strong person other and and it's to be there for that person is great but for you to experience those things and be vulnerable is a kind of scary place to be when you're a person that everyone looks to for strength. So like being in an abusive relationship or um, experiencing fear, like, so for myself, um, one of the things that kind of came to light when we were doing shadow work at the retreat was that like, I am such a giver. And I know, I've always, always known that I was a giver. I give even when I don't have it to give, I'll find a way to. But I think what like really dawned on me was that I am blocking my my myself from receiving from people yeah. so not only am I not getting I'm not I'm just not allowing it to happen at all and how it started to manifest itself metaphysically with when we we're doing yoga and other things in my life how my left side which is my receiving side is so tense I have not all on that side when we we're doing yoga I was uneven on that side so I've been ignoring the shadow of not receiving so long that my body's starting to show that yeah. so having that come to light and getting tools during the retreat to recognize that hey uh like I as much as I I give I I'm supposed to allow myself to receive so that other people can be blessed in the future as well so I'm blocking people of their potential blessing by not allowing them to to get to me so now that I have tools to kind of put a light on that part of myself like I I consciously like when someone offers to do something for me I'm like okay like I'll, I'll yeah. let it happen and it's really hard because I'm not used to it so it's like definitely like a, a work in progress because but I'm aware of it now so mm-hmm. like I'm starting to eat my body's actually starting to even out now when I'm doing squats it looks better working out so 
<laughs> I, it's, just, it's just awesome to kind of see like how things manifest themselves when you're ignoring them mentally, how they start to show up in your life. Yeah. And it, it's funny too, like how counterproductive it is because we make ourselves so unavailable to receive so we can help other people more and we can provide for others mm-hmm. and give solutions to others. But as we do that and we don't allow ourselves to receive, we're getting overloaded and our cup is d- d- just diminishing and depleting yeah. and stuff like that. And therefore we're not able to give to other people as much as we want to because our cup's not full. Yeah. But the whole reason that we're so like, we're not filling up our own cup is because we want to serve everyone else. So it's so unconsciously counterproductive when we don't even realize that it. it's, it's hilarious, but yeah, like it's just taking it one step at a time. Right. Is like you said, you're acknowledging mm-hmm. it now and you're like, okay, like now when people are trying to do things for me, like, let me just receive it. And that's something I've been trying to do more too is, um, I think you and I both kind of had that mm-hmm. similar breakthrough at the retreat, which was a very cool um, part of me facilitating it is because it was like a metaphor in itself. You know, there was me again, facilitating a space for mm-hmm. other people, for them to fe- feel safe and to be held. But in turn, I felt so truly heard and held for the first time. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, I need this in my life way more than I thought, because it was something new that I hadn't experienced. Like, having people around me like going through their own breakthroughs and I'm so excited for that and them going through their breakthroughs I'm in turn having my own I'm like oh my gosh like it was such a give and receive kind of environment and that's what made it so it was like magical like I don't even know what it was was magical like honestly how I think of it like is this you and I are starting this circle right and we're giving to everyone in the circle. And when it's time to come back around, it never comes around because we keep just making that circle bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So our cup never gets full because we don't have a cup. We have like a line, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like, a, it's like a similar line and it, it needs to come full circle. So in the retreat, you facilitated like such like a powerful moment to where people were being so vulnerable and true to their, themselves that I felt that it was my moral responsibility to be honest with myself for the group. Yeah. And I think that was what was so special about it. I was like, wow, like people are like opening up and being so true to themselves that I, I feel safe to do the same. And I feel like I'm obligated to do the same. So, mm-hmm. so definitely like the shadow work is, in, it's powerful. It's like, yeah. honestly, it's, it's so powerful and necessary. And you have to, like another thing that I uncovered was uh, feeling like I was trapped. Like I have like this feeling that, and, I, and it sourced from something that happened uh, when I was younger. I used to get like locked into closets or in, and so, and, or rooms and not being able to come out. And like, um, as I got older, I kind of suppressed that memory until I got stuck into my friend's bathroom one time in college. And I started freaking out. I couldn't get out. And all those memories flooded back to me. All those shadows came back in this dark space where I was stuck in. And, and I freaked out. And ever since that, that, that point happened to where I remembered all those, those dark times, like I was unable to get into an elevator for 10 years. Yeah. For 10 years, I would take the stairs and then no one would ever like, guess this about me either. So it's kind of yeah. like, it's, it's definitely a, a perfect example of a shadow because people look at me like I'm tall stature. Like I carry myself, like I'm not really like bothered by anything, but I can't get into elevators or I couldn't at that time. So it's like, I would take the stairs up and down, up and down, up and down, just kind of avoiding this like really shadowy part of me. And I think that in the work that you did help facilitate a platform for me to kind of look at what I experienced as a kid and realize that it was not my fault. 
that that something happened to me, but it is my fault. It, it is my responsibility to find tools to move past it because this is my yeah. life. Like this is my life, and I I can choose to carry it or not. And if I don't want to carry, it, I need to do the work to fix that. Yeah, that's my responsibility. Absolutely, and exactly like what you said too. The dope thing about shadow work and doing it in a group facilitation or setting or whatever is once other people start breaking through and start being honest with themselves and opening up, it sets that motion in turn for you to be like, okay, like I need to open up too. like shadow work heals more than just the person who's doing it. Shadow work, Mm -hmm. like it just pours onto all the other people who are around you or that you spend time with or that you communicate with and everything else. It's just a domino effects, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. the first one that we're pushing over and you're just going to like continue to spread that to everyone else. And like, I know how much of a light you are to the people you spend time with because, you know, me and you hit it off the day I met you and we've yeah. been tied ever since, you know, ever since. And so it's like, I can only imagine like when I'm not physically there with you, like the life that you're changing because you started to dive in to yourself and go inward and you reflect on that all the time. And you're very verbal now with your experiences and very open to like these, this new way of seeing and living life and sharing that with other people. So in turn, it's going to make them curious and they're going to start to follow through and start their own shadow work journey and going through the motions. So I love that. It's so, and I always talk about, I always end up coming back to how cyclical life is and like, like the seasons and everything else. And I love it. It's so amazing. So I want to ask, like, how do you think your life or, like, anyone's life in general can change from shadow work? I mean, if you want to change, that's the first thing you need to do. Yeah. Like, it honestly is. It's like, and if you're in any business practice, the what you're taught is that if there is a problem, the first thing you do is look within. That's what's yes. in the organization with anything, and we have to apply that to our lives. So it's like, what is going on? with me let if i if you can embrace those dark sides of yourself they say that's the first step to the pathway to um enlightenment so like you need to figure out what's going on with you you can't just like like you have to so that's the the importance is that it's the first step in healing Mm -hmm. yeah and that's so funny too that you said that and you brought it up about business because i was also going to ask you how you think your business could change from it but i also exactly what you said in my yeah. video that wouldn't upload today. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. How um, I can't remember what book I read, but um, he said in the book, it's never a business problem. It's a personal problem. So every yeah. time I do have a problem in my business and I'm like, okay, like I feel like I'm at another income ceiling and I've been hitting like this, like 8K months or whatever, and I can't get past this. Why can't I get past this? Or why, why can't I, you know, go further from it? And then it goes back to personal problems and your relationship with money. Like money is in mindset period. Like money is in the mind. Like if you don't feel worthy of, or that you love yourself or that you deserve success or whatever, like any of this mindset stuff, if you don't, feel that way there's no way you can attract money into your life and you have to go back and figure out what those blockages are clear those out do the work around that before you can start expecting to receive more money because you're just mentally and energetically blocking yourself from receiving at that point and it's just the same thing with like setting pricing and in the video i was going to post today too I, i talked about that my first group program i don't think i told or i might have told i think i talked about this at the retreat my first group program that i ever did was eight weeks long. I priced that at $888, which is literally ridiculously cheap. It's so low, especially for the coaching industry. 
And I even had a payment plan that was like $111, like eight payments of $111, which is nothing, nothing, nothing for a coaching program. And I was just like, well, people can't afford it. And I feel weird charging money for this. And like, da, 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 da. And like, I just had so many like money mindset blocks. And so in turn, every freaking sale caller or whoever I would talk to, they'd be like, oh my God, I need to be a part of this. I love the idea. Da, da, da. And I'd be like, cool. And I would pitch them the price and all of them would be like, oh my God, I can't afford that. That's way too expensive. And in my head, I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's so cheap. Like, how how can people not afford this? But because I had my own shadow work to do around money mindset and my relationship with money and my own worthiness of charging higher prices, I was, I I, I didn't even end up launching that round because I got no one. I got one person who decided to say yes. And then they're like, I can't do it. Never mind. And I had to refund them their first payment and I didn't even do a round. And then the second time I went around and I launched it, even this is still cheap. It was like $2,000 for uh, a 12 week program, which is still super cheap. But every single person I pitched, I didn't have to like convince them at all. Like I think there was mm-hmm. one person I had to have a little bit of a longer conversation with, but they bought it and I had zero sales calls closed everybody in the DM and everyone had an amazing experience, but that's because I did that healing work around my worth and pricing and money and everything else. And I was able to confidently put it out there and be like, I deserve to get this in return for the value that I'm giving them, you know, and it all comes with shadow works. Whoa. I just like choked on my own saliva. (laughs) That was almost a danger. (laughs) No, and it's so true. And I have like two examples so that people that might not be entrepreneurs, how they can kind of look at it. And one of the examples is, like, if you don't feel deserving of whatever you're, you're getting. So it's like, I'm going to apply for a job. And I look at all the qualifications. I'm like, ah, I can't do that, so I don't even apply. And I look at another job. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I know I can do every one of these, and I'll kill it. So I'm going to apply for this job that's making $15 an hour. But I could probably really do this job that's making $30 an hour. But I'm not going to I'm going to tell myself no before they can. So I'm not going to yeah. apply and so I think at the basic level, most people have experiences with that to where they tell themselves no in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. And that's a part, that's what shadow work can help with is you believing, addressing those things within yourself so that you know that you're, you're worthy of that $30 an hour, that double value. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So like with me, with my photography, like honestly, okay. And then one other example, sorry, I said I had two. So another <laughs> example of this, have you ever, have you ever like tried to give something away for free? yeah and it's so hard like you know, like I, I have like this like dope ass like um sectional you know that i'm gonna give away because like it's too big for me like and i'm moving and you put it for free no one comes against that shit I'm like fuck that put that shit for three hundred dollars put it for three hundred dollars and watch someone talk you down to like two and you're gonna make money off of something you're giving away free oh yeah so for sure like, it's like, what are you valuing that at? It's, yeah, know? it's perceived value. It's the same thing as yeah. like, if you, if they say you need a surgeon or whatever, and like, it's like life or it's that type of thing, or you to get a surgeon for $3,000 or $300,000, like yeah. you're going to pay $300,000 and figure it the fuck out because you're like, yeah. this is my life on the line. It's the same thing. Perceived value. Like if you're giving it away for free, they're like, why are they just giving this away for free? Like what's wrong with it? You know? But once they see a high ticket price tag, like, like, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like all the designer brands, people perceive value with it because they have high, like they're, they're expensive, you know, yeah. like, and it's the same thing with pricing for yourself or like, like you said, applying for jobs and stuff. And people really do shut themselves down and say no before anyone else can. But when you sit there and do the work around it and he, like 
literally debunk all your limiting beliefs around it and you're like, I can do this. I can figure this out. I can grow to learn this. Like da, 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 da. Your energy starts to shift from I can't have this to like I can do this. And then you're going to have that energy when you're submitting it. When you do, when you push that submit button with like intention, you're like this, like I got this. It's good. Like I can do whatever I put my mind to. That energy is going into it. When you get the interview process, because you are at that space now where you're not limiting yourself, you're like, I can do this. You're Mm -hmm. able to step into that interview with a lot of confidence and everything else like I'm not gonna lie I've not interviewed for a job ever and not gotten it I've gotten every single job I've ever interviewed for actually except for one because I wasn't aligned with it and I didn't want it deep down it's because um Cisco is my last corporate job that I had before Mm -hmm. I went full-time in my business and I like Cisco's a dope-ass company and I loved like the job or whatever if you're gonna have a job but I knew I was meant for more like (laughs) I didn't want to do corporate America you know and so at the time, I was like, I need to just get out of here. I need to just get out of here. So I applied for a job doing the same thing, like business development, but for a different company. And I interviewed, but I didn't want it. And I think they could tell that I didn't really want it. And so that's the only time I ever didn't get a call back. And then I actually decided to talk to HR about moving into HR. But you know what they told me during my <laughs> during my meeting? They're like, you need to be a coach. And I was like, you're, you know what I do? Like I am a coach right now, but I'm only part-time in it. So I ended up quitting like two weeks later after that and going full-time in my coaching business. And that's what it is. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's my energy wasn't in it because I didn't want to go continue to be in corporate America and in the tech industry anymore. That's not what I wanted to do. My, my energetics were not there in my head. I had already decided unconsciously so that's why i didn't get that job but every other job when i was in corporate america i was like they'd be lucky to have me yeah (laughs) and it's true and and they they would and it's because like you recognize what your value is and the funny thing is that i didn't know that we had a mutual friend kj and that you guys work together yeah so you came up in conversation as you do from time to time when the universe presents presents something of greatness to talk about and uh (laughs) And you came up and we're like, we're shocked that we knew the same person. And she was telling me that she worked with you and you were really good at your job, but she can tell that like you were supposed to be a coach and that, and she was talking about how like she sees you flourishing in this business that she could tell that you're living in your purpose. Yeah. She's like, she's like she was good. She was great at what she did, but that's not what her purpose was. Yeah, for sure. And there's totally a, a time that I shifted because I was killing it when I first got there. Like I, I went ham when I first got there because I was excited and I was into it. But then the more I started to realize like I didn't need to be there, everything changed. Like my body posture changed. Without, I would, I swear I'd be like this on the computer like this, like, <laughs> like working and people would be like, are you okay? And I'm just like, yeah, bro, I'm cool. Like I came to work looking like a straight bum. I didn't care. <laughs> My physiology just completely shifted, you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, yeah, now you're on net and your hair popping, skin popping, eyelashes popping. You got oh, my God. My, this quarantine got my eyelashes dead, bruh. I'm like, they look good from here. Thank you. I'm back here, though. I, like, there's, I don't even know how they're still on my face, to be real with you. It's, I've had these lashes on my face for a month and a half, almost two months at this point. That's why, shout out to Fabi, best lashes ever. They last forever just saying and I sleep on my face so (laughs) but anyway so I want to ask you now like why do you believe that everybody should should tap into shadow work because I know a lot a lot of us go our whole lives or the majority of our lives I mean I didn't tap into shadow work until I got into college and even then I was diddly battling in it and I thought I was like doing the work by like reading the books and shit like that but I wasn't really applying it I wasn't becoming 
and embodying what I knew I needed to be or what I needed to become to do this healing work. I, I read it, but I wasn't doing the work. And so probably about three years ago, three years ago, I deeply, deeply went into shadow work and started my journey. So I want to know, why do you think that everyone should do this work, especially people who are business owners? Uh, definitely. Um, I, I think what it is, is that when you, when we are in situations where we're feeling like for me, from when I'm in a, when I got into situations where I felt like I am not doing enough, I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like I can't do more. And that that's when the shadow work came into play. And it still does in my life now, because even in a relationship and work, whatever it is, it kind of goes like cross dimensional, like, because it's like, you have to like look in, into yourself. And I always say a better you will attract a better next. So like a better, if I work on myself and the things that like my price point with business, you know, like I do photography. So, you know, should I charge, you know, um, $200 an hour? Should I charge $500 an hour? Like, what do I believe that I'm worth? And, and, and honestly, it's like, I needed to go within myself and really kind of unpack all the work that I do, the quality that I offer, what I believe I deserve, and then go after from that. So it's kind of like, like you improving yourself and looking within will attract better whatever to project forward it's going to be a mirror of that so it's like if you're feeling like down feeling things are not working out that's a your perfect cue to do shadow work okay what what's going on what's triggering this behavior what's triggering these things that i manifested around me right now because i'm not feeling it but it's here yeah. for a reason so ask yourself what is the situation telling me why am i feeling like this and we need to drill down to those things and stay true to what it is because whatever is in that shadow is one is probably one of the reasons why we're manifesting that low pay. We're manifesting that toxic relationship. We're manifesting uh, undesirable things because we haven't addressed it. And it will continue to come throughout your life if we choose not to address it. So you can like sit there and suffer through it if you want to, or you can get down to the root and pluck out that that we mm-hmm. and and then you can continue to flourish because it's it you know you can't help that it was there but you can definitely choose if you want to do the work i don't know if you ever pulled a weed before man they, go deep. They, they go deep they really go deep and if you're not willing to go deep with yourself then there's only so much you can offer to your clients there's only so much you can offer to the people you love because there's a cap on that mm-hmm. you, you either go deep or you stay you stay at the level that you're at yeah, absolutely. And that's another thing I was going to I said in my video today that I didn't post this. <laughs> it's all the time. And I said the video didn't post because like, they're going to think that we read over the video and we're just reiterating it. Right. Legit. <laughs> universe, oh my God. But, new, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. But that's exactly what I was going to say is that you, there's no way you can have this beautiful thriving garden without pulling the weeds first and tending to the soil, like period. Like you should see my backyard right now, it looks like a jungle. If I want to plant a garden out there, I'm not going to be like, like throw seeds, like on the shit, you know, like there's no way I have to go pull out all those weeds, like fix the soil, make sure there's no more like leftover roots in there. And then I can plant a new garden. And I think people try to like cut out shadow work and cut out mindset work. They're like, Oh my God, if I have these sales funnels, or if I have these good freebies with the email sequence, if I have this launch strategy, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, bruh, if you don't believe that you can have be do create something then you can't like you yeah. like no matter what your strategy is like you are manifesting everything like that you think and feel like 
that's it. What you think and feel is going to manifest itself into the physical, into the material. And if you're not doing that work behind the scenes, like there's, there's just no way. Like if you don't love yourself, if you don't feel like you deserve these, this success and the income and everything else, like there's no way you can receive it. Like you're blocking it energetically. So you, yeah, you made amazing points per usual. You know, you know, we're just, we're just connected. That's why that's what it yeah. is. We're just on a connected level. I love it. Yeah, dude, um, you're, the, you're the perfect person to have on this episode. Like, oh, you're the perfect person to talk about shadow work. And I love it because like, I just see how much it's changed your life, you know, mm-hmm. from the time that I've known you, like, you've, like I said, you've always been such a light in whenever you walk into a room, like people are drawn to you, people love talking to you, people love being around you. But I could see the shift in like your confidence, like, and how you feel about yourself has mm-hmm. changed a lot from when I first met you, like, you're a little bit more timid before like you know but now yeah. you're just like hey what's up this is me ben, that, you know? yeah. and i love it and it's because like you 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 got to know yourself like and you looked inward and you started realizing these things about yourself and doing the work to like really address them and that's when i became the the most myself as well as i sat there and i was like okay i'm kind of a bitch all the time and i'm probably a bitch all the time because i think everyone's gonna fuck me over because everyone did before and da, 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 da. And like i really just did the work around that and now i really feel like my truest self and i don't waste energy on things that don't that no longer serve me and i was actually talking to my friend Lindsay the other day because it was her birthday shout out to Lindsay for your birthday 28 baby yeah we were talking the other day and i was just like i feel like i've changed so much and she was and we we're talking about like aquariuses and like how we used to be like standoffish and she's like you could still kind of be like that but it's a different reason and i was like really she's like yeah like when you don't have time for something and you don't fuck with it energetically like you don't fuck with it and i'm like yeah, yeah no, me too i'm so like that i'm like oh, yeah. i've always kind of been like that with energy though i'm like hey like bro like i'm not and if you ask any of my family, they're like, oh, she's always been like that. It's like, your energy is messed up. Like, I can't bring it, like, around her. Mm-hmm. Not not to where, like, hey, like, my energy is dim. It's, yeah. like, it's negative, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a difference. Yeah, oh, difference for sure. From, like, a light, is a, a light is, like, shining low versus, like, it's just bad, you know? So, yeah, so definitely, like, energy is sensitive to that, too. I'm just, and, like, so even with you, like, when we first met, I was just like, I see you. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know I see you like whatever it is inside of you like I see it and I fuck with it you know yeah I was also extremely drunk that day <laughs> the up was so real oh my god yeah. but yeah I for sure like and every time me and you are around each other we're just like always in the deepest conversations it's so funny like it, like everyone's hella turning up and like drinking and shit and like we could be like drunk or whatever but me and you're in a corner like bruh like just talking yeah. <laughs> I, i'll be both like I'm a, I'm a pisces so like i can kind of like dibble dabble on both you know mm-hmm. but i definitely feel like i'll go where my energy feels more more most comfortable oh and, yeah um, so with the shadow work right so i uh had to go into down, a downtown building and I knew I had to get in an elevator and I was like tripping about it so much I was like, oh my gosh you know and I was thinking like like I need to I need to do this I need to shed light to this and the more that I shed light to this and I'm gonna be able to do it more so it's like I've been practicing the, the things that that scare me which I think is dope that and, is dope yeah and I think what one of the things that like you did well too was um have people have accountability partners so there's other people that like are around me that have helped hold me accountable like even when I'm like okay even I'll ask questions is there elevators in there or is there this or that you know and I'll get checked 
you know, for, for it. And it'll cause me to look at myself in the mirror, like, hey, do I want to stay here? Do I want to keep my, do I want to experience these things or do I not? Like, do I want to stay limited to this belief that I might get stuck in this place and create this whole disastrous thing that hasn't even happened yet? So definitely, like, it's just dope that, like, you encourage us all to have, like, accountability partners within our group, but also, like, with the people around us, because that's helped me a lot, too. So I kind of wanted to touch on that. Um, and sh shadow work is something that's continuous. Like, it could be, like, new things that you uncover. Like I said, with the whole meeting trapped in places like I totally forgot about it which you do with shadow things like you ignore things on mm -hmm. purpose to where you ignore it so much that you forget that it's there until it is and yeah. so when it was then it became a problem and now I'm addressing that and down the line like I may I might have other things to trigger that may cause me to have to look within again and try to break that down and see what the source is and find tools that to be able to, to move past it but it's it definitely a continuous work you know the, the oh, shadow yeah. work so it's not like, oh, you, you do this and, like, you're good. I mean, it's rare. It's over that, and over. It's, it's yeah, all, like, new levels, new levels, too. Like, new levels, whenever new you, Yeah, whenever you up-level, there's new new resistance. There's new fears. There's new living beliefs. It always happens. And that's why I always tell my clients, like, I always give them my Heal Your Shadow course, like, with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And I'm like, you have this forever. Go back and rework these over and over again. And, like, people who just signed up for my other course, Five Weeks to Limitless, I'm like, you have these forever. Work them over and over again. Like, you can have them forever. And anytime you feel fear, resistance, whatever, go back and do these steps. Rework all of it. And your that's material why... is so dope. Huh? I have to say, your material is so dope. Like, oh, thank I'm you. I'm like, are you a fucking professor? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. I, well, I try to make it fun. And that's the thing. It's like, I think people think shadow work is like, oh my God, I'm going to be depressed for like 10,000 years. I'm going to be in a corner crying and like da da da. But it's like, bruh, it doesn't have to be that. It can be so fun and so empowering. Like the first couple steps are a little bit more difficult once you start tapping into it, but it shifts into something that's so fun and so empowering. It just depends on how you want to keep your perception if you want to tweak it a little bit. So I think that's why it's also super important to have coaches because it's accountability, right? Like you said, you have accountability mm -hmm. partners with people who are going to be like, okay, like, do you want to keep staying in this? Da, 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 and someone to bounce ideas off of when you try to do shadow work by yourself, it's super hard to hold yourself accountable because it's always yeah. easier to fall back into comfortability and like what seems familiar. So yeah, like having a coach or someone to like lead the way for you and have accountability is so, so important in shadow work. And I think it's just like a huge thing that people who are entrepreneurs and like business owners super sleep on. And they're like, why is everything working for everyone else? And it's not working for me and da, da, da. And it's like, bruh, because you have some internal work, baby. Like, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has their own journey. And I think the, the really importance of having a, a coach is that when people, people tend to compare themselves to others, but everyone has their own journey. That's what a coach is for. Cause a coach can really, dig into each person and it's unique for every single person it really is so it's important to have a coach do that accountability partner yeah that that, that it's, def it's definitely good for me to have but that's because i experienced you already right so it's kind of like i got these tools you were able to <laughs> to know I'm, this is some this is real like you, you were able to like help me like break down what what i was experiencing i got tools on how to how to address them and let them go when I needed to let go, let go. And then the accountability partner came from when I healed that stuff already. So yeah. it came, it's like secondary. So like the coach is definitely the, it comes before that accountability partner because you need to know what you're being held accountable for. 
Yeah. And if you even know, you even understand what, why you're, you, you need to have an understanding of it before you can even get there. And I think that's definitely what is important about um, having a coach do this work because you did say something about crying too. Yeah. Like people might, yeah. Like I cried during this experience and it was such a good cry. Like yeah. I, I honestly don't remember the last time I had, like I hadn't cried in forever since, you know, before that experience. But like that cry, when I was crying, I didn't, wasn't even like really aware that I was, it was just like, I was cleansing so much of the things that were hidden and it felt so good because like, it's difficult to hide things for a long time. You know, oh, yeah. It's really difficult and you feel untrue. You feel unwhole. It's like, it's just so freeing. It's so freeing to mm-hmm. be able to like be authentically you and then once you you have it out and it's there for the universe to hear and the people around you and you notice that like it's not nearly as bad as you thought it would be to open up about it you're just like whoa like this is what I've been running from the whole time yeah exactly because that's what it is it's like the fear isn't even like relevant to the actual work it's like what we fear is the perception of what the journey is going to be like not Mm -hmm. what the actual journey is like and that's what the crazy part is and that's why I've been such a such a leaper like all my life like when I wanted to do anything like I was like I want to be a DJ so I'm gonna do it and I went and I did it and I didn't even like think twice about it or like or I'm gonna go jump out I'm gonna quit my corporate job and I'm gonna start an online business being a coach and teaching what I know and da 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 like I've never been scared to leap because I know the leap itself is scarier than what the actual journey is like. And like now, whenever it comes to something like even investments, I'm like, uh, this is like a couple thousand dollars. Like this is five figures. Do I want to do this? Like, that's a lot of money. And I'm just all like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Cause I know it's going to like the return on investments going to be great. Fuck it. I'm just going to do it, you know? And yeah, I think the fear, the, ante- the anticipation is what fear really is. And like what we think it's going to be, not what it really truly is. So I think that's a that's definitely the which little like, which is which like uh Will Smith, right? He was talking about how like fear is like so like is stupid, it's an right? Illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It is, and it's, it's an illusion. He's like danger is real, but like fear is not because it's something that we create in our head. So kind of mm-hmm. like yeah, I love that you're a jumper. Like it encourages like I'm like dang, like you're doing all these things. Like maybe I can try these things too. And it, it's just so important to be like authentically yourself and get permission because it gives everyone the permission to do the same around you mm-hmm. and it's because it's contagious like, yeah hey, i want a piece of that like i want to see where you're doing that i'm like oh you know what i'm doing i'm investing in myself and i have a coach that's helped me through doing shadow work and i'm getting tools to like manifest these things and i'm create i'm manifesting like money into my life and and a, a loving partnership and and I'm manifesting like a this career that I've been working towards for a long time. So yeah, like that's that's a part of what I'm doing. Like come come join. Like it's it's available for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. And just setting the standard for everyone pretty much or making or normalizing it too. Cause I think we grew up before like not showing our emotions and now we're coming into a time where people are super aware of like mental health and aware of like allowing ourselves to be seen and heard our stories, our voices and everything else. Mm-hmm. So like we live in such a, a great, great time for that. So mm-hmm. take advantage of it. I keep feeling like I have a piece of hair that's like stuck in my nose ring and going across to the other side <laughs> of my nose, but I can't grab it. It's driving me nuts. But anyways, we're getting long in this, so I'm going to wrap it up. But thank you so much, Kiki, for coming live with me today and joining me on this podcast episode. You were amazing per usual, and I love hearing your insight all the time. It fills my soul with so much love.
love and light, always sending love and light. I appreciate you, everything that you're doing for, for myself and the community. Continue doing what you're doing, living your purpose, because it gives all of us permission to do the same. Love uh-huh. you so much. Thank you. I love you. And Kiki, let everybody know where they can find you online. And I'm going to link it in the show notes for the podcast. So Kiki, let them know where you at. Hey, uh, you can find me at Kiki Promos. K-I-K-I-P-R-O-M-O-S. I'm also a host of the Real Talk podcast. Do advocacy work, photography, videography. Hit me up. Positive force for good. Let's go. Yes. And I will be linking your podcast also, Real Talk podcast, in the show notes show notes show links or whatever so that you guys can get to that as well kiki be talking some real real per usual so again kiki thank you so much for being on here i love you and i adore you and i will talk to you soon i love you too bye Bye. Thanks again for tuning into the Limitless Woman podcast. If you're feeling what you heard, make sure to screenshot that thing and share it on social media. But don't forget to tag your girl so I can repost you. Feel free to drop a review as well. I love serving you guys in any way that I can. So if there's a topic that you want to hear me jam on, feel free to reach out. All of this is for you. If you want to shoot me a DM on the gram, the link is in the show notes as well as my email. Again, thank you for tuning into the Limitless Woman podcast. And remember, your life is in your hands. And that's the T sister. Peace.